0: I think most people would love to have more adventures and new experiences in life, but the tricky part is we get so busy with our routine and all the things that must get done in life that often we rarely go new places or try new things, which is why I absolutely love this idea by Jesse Itzler. It's part of his concept about building your life resume more than your professional resume. He calls it the Kevin's rule, named after his friend Kevin, who showed him how fulfilling it can be when you plan out new experiences. Here's how it works. You put six new adventures on your calendar each year, one every other month, and it could be a day on the weekend or the entire weekend. The point of this is that by intentionally adding things to the calendar, you prioritize time with people you love, plus more fun and learning. Being intentional with our calendar planning and putting these six mini adventures on the books allows us for 24 new experiences that we wouldn't have had otherwise in the next four years. It also sets us up to be proactive with how we spend our leisure time, advanced planning, rather than reactive, which is planning around invitations that come your way. We're planning your six mini adventures for the year today. Let's go Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking about being very intentional about having more experiences, more adventures, and more fun with the people you love more fun doing things that you know you like, and more fun trying out new things, having new experiences, uh, exploring a new place, learning a new skill, all the things. You know I love something that uh, teaches us something and then a very practical tip to insert it into our daily lives. That's why I love Jesse Itzler's concept of this so much because it's so inspiring, right? The concept is... You put six many adventures on your calendar every year. Six adventures, six experiences that you wouldn't normally have. You organize it, you put it together. It could be you by yourself. It could be you with your best friend or your spouse, you with just your family, you with friends, you with a whole bunch of families, however you want to design it. It could look, it can look varied, right? But the whole concept is is being proactive about the things that we do, not just reactive, not just RSVPing yes or no to events, but being proactive about getting more experiences on the calendar. And I just love looking at this, kind of stepping back and looking at this four years in advance and thinking, if you put six mini adventures on your calendar every year, in four years, you will have had 24 experiences that you simply just wouldn't have had otherwise. You just wouldn't have had it. You likely would have just kind of kept going through the routine and doing the same things you do, which maybe you love, but you still have lots of other weekends. This is only either six days of the year or six weekends over the year. It could be overnights, whatever it is. I just love this concept because I think that we all feel like time passes by so quickly. And, it, you know, when it's Christmas time again, we're all always like, how is it Christmas again? Like this year is just going so fast. I've really found that by having new things on the calendar and having things to look forward to, it makes the year feel more more special, more memorable. Like, yeah, remember 2024 was the year we first went to the Grand Canyon and fell in love with it. And now we'll go every year, right? Or the first time we went on a family hike and we had no idea how much fun we would all have doing it. And then that became one of our new hobbies. By putting ourselves out there and trying new things, we find things we love and things we don't love, but it's all part of the experience, for me, the thing that I've seen the biggest impact in my life is it makes me organize events. The way I've started to do this, I did this a little bit last year. I learned about it like over a full year ago and I kind of played with, okay, doing it a little bit, but this year I'm going all in and I'm planning six mini adventures. I'm gonna do it. I'm, I have to be efficient with things. I have, I have lots on my plate and if it's the only way it's gonna get done is if it's efficient. So I'm gonna put together the plan, email it out to... Um, families kind of in our, our close circle of friends and whoever wants to come, comes. And I'm just going to make it very easy for people to decide. No pressure. But how cool for a bunch of us to get together and go to um, like rent RVs and stay at a lake for a weekend, something that we would never do. And, you know, like do kind of not rapids, but like do tubing with the kids down a lake or go fishing Just experiences that we normally wouldn't do and we certainly wouldn't do all together as a group. So for me, that's how I am doing it, trying to figure out a way to where it's not like I'm taking on six big events of the year, but like mellow, low-key, cool things that most people would like to do. And again, people can be in or be out depending on if it sounds interesting to them. But the whole goal is to try new things and to unplug not be so connected to devices and and texting and not to not just not to be so so connected and just to kind of be out in the world learning new things. So I put together a very full list of lots of adventure ideas that my whole goal of this podcast is to share Jesse's cool concept of Kevin's rule and hopefully inspire you to want to do the same thing. Put six adventures on your calendar. So, the best way to do this is to, t- to look at the year as a whole and figure out weekends that work. Either it's a three-day weekend, like a holiday weekend, or just a weekend when there's nothing on the schedule. So you're going to put a one-day adventure. You're going to kind of space them out, pick the days, and plan it out ahead of time. Set it like you would set it if you had a wedding to go to. So that way you really make it happen. Lots of ideas, and some of these will apply to different people depending on where you live. Because the concept of this is, um, most of them are not super expensive, they're not super difficult, they're they're cool experiences that um, aren't you know major vacations, right? So some of these things might be far for you, or might not be accessible where you live. So take the ideas that work for you or sound interesting to you. And make your brainstorm list. You know, my favorite way to do things like this is to get out a blank piece, like a piece of printer paper, and brainstorm what are adventures that my people and I would love to try out or do this year? I asked this question on Instagram, and here are, I'm gonna tell you my huge list, but here are the lists that I got from Instagram New York City is our family favorite weekend. Kentucky Bourbon Trail, like a Napa trip, but horses and bourbon, fun and pretty. Ski trips, staying overnight in the city where we live. Someone else said Arrowhead. Someone else said New York at Christmas, so magical. Someone else said Big Bear. Another one, we are working for fully device-free weekends. Another one is Put-in-Bay, the Key West of the Midwest. Palm Springs, Carmel is Stunning, Big Bear, Temecula, Julian, Oak Glen, and Palm Desert are my favorites. So many good adventures. Okay, here's my list. So this is my list of mini adventures to put on the books. My goal with this was to give you ideas of different things where you could get outside and get fresh air or um, learn a new skill, visit new places, be open-minded just to give you all sorts of different ideas. I love whale watching. If you are anywhere where you can do whale watching, I feel like it is just the coolest experience to be out on the water where we are in Newport beach there are these small boats and they actually call it whale chasing because you're in a pretty small, like fast, fast boat. So they can um, jam pretty quick. So if a boat, you know, sees a whale a mile away, they're like jamming pretty quick. And it's so much fun because it's in like this really fast speed boat. Everyone's holding on and you really feel like you're on such an adventure. It's one of my favorite things I've ever done in my life, We've done it maybe four times here locally. I discovered it a couple of years ago. We go on my birthday some some years because I just, I it's just the coolest. You're so close to whales in their their wild habitat. It's just the coolest. So that's on my list. When you're from Mother's Day, we did parasailing as a family, which was super fun. I love on my birthday or Mother's Day to pick adventures that my crew would kind of be hesitant towards because then they have to do it with a smile and they always end up loving it. But I usually pick the one my my ideas for adventures that are a little bit more out there that I know I love, but they would take some convincing. Put those on any special days because then they'll do it with a smile. All right, here we go. My big list. Get a group together for a cooking class followed by dinner with wine pairing or dinner with dessert pairing, whatever you want to do like that. I think that cooking and cooking together is so fun because it's an activity followed by a yummy meal followed by – and it's also a learning experience, right? You get better at cooking. Super fun. Next, visit a local farm and book an apple picking experience or you could do you could do fruits or you could do veggies, super cool. And a lot of these things might not be on someone's website, right? You could contact a local farm and say, "Hey, could I book a private tour with this?" A lot of the coolest things I've done, I've just asked people, and a lot of times they are up for it. Next one, find a local path and plan a hike. I love hiking things just because it's like you could do it with a guide, you could bring lunch, you could hike to somewhere, um, you could hike to a specific spot with, um, you know, and take a cool photo. I just think that there's, it's, it's most people can do it. Most people enjoy it. It's such, so good for you to get outdoors and get some fresh air. Um, Next, go camping for the weekend at a local spot. Take a photography workshop class with friends set up a volunteering event to help people in need in your area. You know, I love nonprofit stuff, not just around the holidays. I mean, especially around the holidays, but all throughout the year an idea for a nonprofit event, like if you don't need a volunteering event, even if you don't, you've never done anything in nonprofit work, you don't have a nonprofit yourself, you could do for the summer, start putting the word out that you are going to collect backpacks and school supplies for kids in need in your area. And you could, it it really is not that difficult at all. For doing something like this, I've done it tons of times, You would put you would put information out there, go to your dentist, your Um, your hair salon. Go to restaurants you frequent and ask them to put things out. Ask if they'll post things on social media. Post it on your social media. Tag people. Tell your friends, hey, for the whole month of August, these three locations are collecting backpacks and school supplies. Then we're going to fill school supplies in the backpacks and we're going to drop it off to kids who really need it. From there, you contact shelters or soup kitchens. You could also contact um, schools that give, um, free meals, low income, um, low income schools, uh, kids who, you know, kids who qualify for those programs. Lots of those places are so much easier than you would think you would call them or email them and you say, Hey, I would love to provide this many backpacks For kids, I want to make sure we get it to the kids who really need it, the kids who perhaps are in situations where they're struggling and they might not have these things when school start and I'd love to situate to drop them off. A lot of times you can also, um, you definitely want to be sensitive with photos, but a lot of times you can also um, uh, meet with the kids and say, hey, can we have a little party for them? We'll bring a little snack. We'll bring all the backpacks, and then you can invite your kids. And it can be this very cool experience where you and your kids feel the impact of helping others. And it's not just, um, you know, raising money and writing a check. It's collecting the backpacks. It's putting them together. It's, you know, it's all done with love. And it's just so nice that then these kids get to go to school with brand new backpacks and brand new school supplies. When I've done it, it's very, it, a lot of times it's the kid's first time ever having a brand new backpack. Usually it's used donated backpacks or passed down sibling backpacks, things like that. So I wanted to give that specific example because a lot of times people reach out to me and they're like, I'd love to start a non-profit. I have no idea where to start. I'm like, don't even start with a nonprofit. profit Just do one event. You will fall in love with the feeling of helping people and you'll you'll make connections. You'll make contacts and then you know one shelter director. So then anytime you want to set up a, a Thanksgiving something special, a Thanksgiving meal or holiday pantry um, boxes, you already have a contact at a shelter and um, you can reach out to them with your ideas, figure out how many people are in their network and what um, support they need the most. I love doing things like this. I feel like it's just so rewarding. And what a great weekend adventure. If you say, hey guys, in four months, we're gonna help kids in this way. We're gonna um, put these backpacks together. We're gonna have a whole party of it. You will be so surprised how many people will come and support and will be so into it. And then how cool, you guys have all spent an entire Saturday doing something so good for other people. And then maybe the following Saturday, you go give them out to the kids it's so rewarding, and by thinking about things this way, putting six mini-adventures on your calendar for the year, it kind of, it pushes you. It pushes you like, okay, I got to think of six different things, six new experiences that um, that you've never had, or you and your crew, your family, or your kids, or your close group of friends, whatever it is. So I love anything to do with nonprofit stuff, and um, it just, it's easier than you think to connect people with, um, you know, get an idea, connect with the the people in need or the kids in need, and then put it out there to everyone. Like I said, put it out there to your friends, but also put it out there to the people that you do business with, your dentist, the restaurants you go to, anyone where you do business with frequently, um, ask them to partner with you, to donate. Um, it's just, it's the coolest and it's easier than you think. Next, planned a day or a weekend filled with local museums and art galleries Oftentimes there are places in our cities or towns or counties where we've maybe been once, but how cool to set it up. And if you end up getting a big group, maybe you rent a sprinter van to take you from place to place. Learn to kayak or tube at a local river, road trip to a nearby city and plan shops and cafes to visit. Plan a day-long bike ride with a fun stop for lunch. Plan a ride in a hot air balloon or get a group to go indoor rock climbing or book a rental cabin for the weekend or take the train on an adventure i love all the thinking about all the different all the different adventures that you could have another way to approach this is with these six mini adventures is to in your group ask them or think of something that would be very specific. So say your family is six people, right? Just just to make easy math. So there's six of you in the family and your goal is to put six new adventures on the calendar. So what I would do, and it's so cool to do it this way, is each person either picks something or you set up something that is like, like that's theirs. So maybe you have a child who loves... Watching cooking shows and cooking competition shows. So maybe you'd cook, you um, set up a private cooking class, and then you do like a competition. You have divide yourself into teams of two, and then there's a competition component at the end. So these six mini adventures speak to each person gets one that's like perfectly aligned with who they are. Another one could be um, if someone Loves a sport, say someone in the family loves pickleball, but nobody else plays pickleball, then maybe that new experience is hiring a pickleball coach and you have like a half of a day of pickleball and then you go to a cool lunch and you have like little pickleball favors at the lunch, right? Just something where it's an adventure. And at the end of the year, at the end of 2024, you remember those six days or those six weekends because they're standout. They're not something that you would normally do on a Saturday. Like maybe, you know, like right now, the phase of life we're in, we wake up on a Saturday, we go to Parker has one sport, the girls have one or two sports. And then if there's a kid's birthday party, we go to that. We do date nights on Saturday. Like we have our routine, which we love, but it's so much more, it just adds so much more depth to the year to put in six other things that you wouldn't have, six experiences that you wouldn't have otherwise. So by doing it this way, if you have six people in your crew and one mini adventure speaks to each person and they're spaced out throughout the year, it's cool because it spots it spotlights that person in the group or in the family and what they love. Like this is your adventure. We're all doing something that you love, and we're gonna learn, and we're gonna have fun, and we're gonna have a new experience along the way. Some will be a huge hit. Some will be just okay. But that's the fun of it, right? Is you know the only way to know what you love is to also figure out what you don't love but the best thing is it's it's better than not having new experiences. I'd rather have a new experience and realize like, yeah, pickleball's not actually for me or fishing grosses me out, but at least you've tried it and at least you've done it and you have those memorable those memorable days. And no matter what, if you're with the people you love, like not in a cheesy way, but if you're with the people you love, that's a win. You got everyone together not, you know, kids watching YouTube or parents scrolling. It's like we're all together doing something and laughing and teasing each other and experiencing new things and even if it's a flop then you know we'll laugh about it for for years to come because like what a ridiculous thing that you know how that thing turned out. I think that the way Jesse explains that he learned about Kevin's rule is he was camping one weekend with Kevin and his kids. Jesse had a couple of his kids with him and um, they were camping and they just did it in a really unique way. And Jesse was like, man, this is so cool. How often do you do this? And he goes, six times a year. It's my rule. I put six things on my calendar every year that I wouldn't normally do and then I just have all these new experiences. And Jesse just thought it was so powerful that he kind of, um, he named it and he put it in his whole concept of building your life resume more than focusing on your professional resume he says that even your professional resume even if you're in the corporate world where your resume is very important to you most people only look at it for 2 seconds and then they and then they want to talk to you and they want to you know figure out who you are by building up your life resume and having all of these new experiences it just adds to the fullness of your life and i think it just leads to more full weeks it gets us out of routine in the best way. You know, it's easy to kind of get in a rut and just keep doing it. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but for a while, we would go, we, we had little kids in a stroller. We'd go to lunch at a strip mall. We'd walk around. We'd walk in the Nike store. And one day I was like, I don't want to spend another weekend at a strip mall. Like, what are we doing? We could be outside. We could, you know, we live, we're fortunate enough to live close to the beach. We could be running in the Pacific Ocean. Why are we walking a strip mall and sitting inside fluorescent lights on the weekend? And we just needed to shake up. Like it was good while it was good, but then we just needed to shake up. I just think that by shaking yourself up, you can find things that you had no idea you loved. And also you'll you'll discover things by having this um framework of I need to put six or I want to put six new things on the calendar you're looking out for new things in your area. You'll follow Instagram accounts of people who post new restaurants or just new things happening. I know a lot of a lot of areas have Instagram accounts specific to those areas. So when it's the coolest Christmas lights, they'll post where that is, and you'll find yourself looking and just being aware, having, having your ears out, um, talking to people and having your ears out for new experiences because you're looking to put new things on the calendar. Like I said, So many things depending on what you like where you live, what interests you have, what things, I think another really good question when you're trying to decide what new adventures to figure out is what things have you always been interested in but you just haven't done anything with? Like the example of take a photography workshop class. I think it's one of those things that lots of people are interested in and how cool to really learn how photography works and how to take better photos, either with a with a professional camera or even with your iPhone. There's just so many things. Another thing, you know, I love online courses. You could also just stay home and ping it to a TV, like you know, um, mirror it from your phone or your laptop to a TV, and the whole family could take an online class, learning something really interesting. I just love the learning behind it, the new experiences, the being open, the being being in a growth mindset, being like this year I want to experience new things, I want to do new things, I want to get outside, I want to I want to try things out. And I want to be intentional about how I spend my time. I don't want to just be reactive to the invitations I get, but put things on the calendar, set it like it's set in stone, like you would if it was a good friend's wedding, because these, these are the moments, you know, these are the moments that we have with our people and um, phases, especially if you have kids, things change so quickly. Like, and even as adults, I'm 42 in 20 years, I will be 62 years old it's just going to look different. There's going to be things that I could do now that I won't be able to do as well then. I'm just hyper aware of, of time and, and making the most out of the time we have with the people we love in this phase of life, the age that we're at, the age that our kids are at, the relationships that we have with friends. And I think it just, it allows us to not only grow personally, But in our relationships too, right? Because we're not just sitting on the couch next to our friends and our family, both, you know, scrolling or, you know, sharing TikTok videos back and forth, but we're like outside living life, hiking to a waterfall. It's just different. I feel like it is a way to live our days more fully, look forward to more things. So when you have rough days or you're in a rough period or you have sadness or challenges, you have really cool things on the calendar to look forward to. Sadness comes in life and it's our job to create more happy moments with the people that we love and know that we will get older and things will change. The time is now. Put the adventures on the calendar. Invite people. Set it up. It will be work, but it will be worth it. And then go out and have these new experiences. And at the end of the year, you will reflect back on these six mini adventures. I can't wait to share mine with you on this podcast at the end of the year. And um, I'm just so excited that I learned this from Jesse Itzer. I'm so grateful for him for inspiring this podcast episode and this whole concept because I think it can just add so much to our lives, so much richness, so much experiences, and so much more connection with the people we love. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers. I hope you go out and in the next couple of weeks plan your six mini adventures for the year. I know I am locking mine down and I can't wait to share them with you. Please ping me on Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. I'm so grateful for this opportunity and I'm grateful for you for listening and I will talk to you soon. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything Podcast.